A group of annoying college kids get killed on spring break one at a time. It's a tale as old as time. We watched Lake Fear 2 The Swamp. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we went to the swamp. Yeah, we're about to get some uh, mud butt. Big uh, time. Big butt mud butt. Big time. Swamp ass. Big time swamp ass, because we watched uh, Lake Fear 2, yeah. the, swamp. the Swamp. The Swamp. Uh, this movie was released on uh, November 12th of 2016, but before we go into the more details, Aaron, I want to tell all the fine listeners about um, all of our uh, little sites and you know where they can find us and follow us. Sure, 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 sure. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at so bad it's scary. And of course, you can always find us at horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Again, that is horriblehorrorpodcast.com. I said horrible horror twice. You did say that. Horriblehorrorpodcast.com. <laughs> That's where you can also listen to our episodes. So you can check out our, uh, you can stream our episodes there. You can download them, leave comments, like the episodes, let us know how we're doing. And of course, you can always listen to us on iTunes and you can listen to us on podcasts. Bean. Please yeah. give us a five star rating. Let us know what we like. If you like a certain episode, give us a shout out. Give us some ideas. We, we're looking for some feedback here. So yeah, that's really the biggest way to mm-hmm. support us right now. Is just you know, rate and review us on iTunes with the five stars. You know, get that up. That helps us out the most. Uh, if you have you know any movie suggestions you'd like us to do, or you might just try to make us suffer, uh, feel free to send those our way as well. Um, always looking for more ideas. Yeah, because we suffered through this one. Yes, we did. God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie is also known as the Everglade Killings. Is uh, it really? Yeah, originally. Yeah. I kind of wonder if ITN, who distributes this, like made them change the name of it when they picked it up for distributing rights. Because uh, they also owned the, uh, they distributed the the first one, Lake Fear. So there is one. a Lake Fear. Well, this is Lake Fear 2, yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. imagine there is a Lake Fear 1. Yes. Uh, yeah, but, okay, all right, um, yeah. But it had nothing to do technically with the first one, I guess, then, huh? No, not at all. Weird. Uh, it was written by Ashley Billington, Sean Therian, Jesus Rodon, and Ben Wilder, and directed by Ben Wilder, who also did the music and was a producer and a few other things. So he was Mr. Do-It-All for this movie. Who, who wrote it? Uh, Ashley Billington, Sean Therian, Jesus Rodon, and Ben Wilder. Four. Four people wrote this. Four, quote-unquote, writers. <laughs> yeah. Writers. Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you can find this on Amazon. It's Luckily, it's a free rental if you have Prime, so you can watch it for free on, yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, woo. Um, same with the, the first Lord. one, too. Same with uh, uh, Lake Fear 1. Uh, so for as, much, as far as the cast goes, pretty much every single other the people in this movie 
Um, this is their first and only movie so far. Do they work at the same strip club? <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> uh, you do get cameos by uh, Scream Queen Hall of Famer uh, Lania Qu- uh, Quigley. She plays a bartender. Um, and she's looking rough in this Ooh, movie. She's looking swamptastic. Yeah. Holy. And uh, for you porn aficionados, you do get another cameo by Sean Reese. Uh, he's a bartender as well. Uh, he came to fame in the porn world as the original MILF hunter on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was the MILF hunter porn star. On, also on sites as Captain Stabum and Come Fiesta. He was the main guy in a lot of those. So was this the guy who did the wet t-shirt kind of No, no, no. He was the other bartender with the long curly hair and the stupid hat. Oh. Um, now, there is another porn star. We had not one but two. Whoa. One male, one female. Uh, one of the actors, uh, Kelsey Monroe, is uh, in this movie as well, but she's just basically a glorified extra in a hot body contest. She doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Other than that, there's the cast is, like I said, a bunch of people who've never really done anything. This is their one and done. Or or maybe not, I'm not going to say done, but it's this is their one they're, so far. They're, they're maiden voyage. Yeah, this is their bra- the busting of their cherry. Yeah, they're... they're, they're... Their version experience. Yes. Uh, be, now, so, be, should we be gentle? No. 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 Because, uh, you know, the first time it hurts. No, that's what they say. It hurts the first time. It does. Um, and I want to tear this apart. <laughs> so uh, some things I want to mention before we go into the movie. Uh, again, for some reason, it is called Lake Fear. And there is no fucking lake in this movie at all. No, no lake. No lake, whatever. Uh, it does have a swamp. So that's fair enough. So I don't know why they just didn't call it like swamp fear or just the swamp, but lake fear with no lake in the t- in the movie at all it makes zero sense. No. Um, speaking of which, I did actually go back and watch Lake Fear one. Oh, you did. I wanted to see if it tied in at all or what. The- in any way, shape, or form, did it? Zero connection. Um, now Lake Fear one started off decently, but turned into a crazy pile of nonsense and bullshit. <laughs> um. That I thought about doing that movie, but that movie would be impossible for us to talk about in the way on this show because it's so it's so much nonsense. Like you don't know what is happening at any given time. It's just all over the place, huh. and it's like like what's happening, what's real, what's not real. It, it's, oh, okay, it, is it like Dream World alternate it's universe? Sort of. Like it is. Fuck it. It's bonk. It's so. It's nonsense. It's just nonsense. It's still garbage. Uh, and also, there's no fucking lake in that one either. <laughs> lake Fear, no, no lake. No lake. They really need to come up with a better title. <laughs> no fear either, just dissatisfaction yeah. and confusion. <laughs> lake Dissatisfaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, that title doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, I guess it doesn't. Uh, all right, so Lake Fear 2, we open with these two dirty, blood-covered college girls hiding on like the porch of some old building. And they see a rowboat out, and, and you know, little, it's dark outside. It's really dark. It's, it's yeah. Uh, so they make, you know, oh, we're gonna make a run for it. Um, as soon as they reach it, girl one just gets shot through the neck with a fucking crossbow boat, bolt by this guy doing his best like Daryl Dixon impersonation while <laughs> dressing up as Jason from Friday Thirteenth Part Two because just wearing like a fucking burlap sack over his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, now instead of running. Or getting her ass into the boat to try to escape. Girl 2 just sits there crying. Just uh, stroking her dead friend's hair. Yeah. Going, yeah. And you can tell right off the bat that this is like one of those, like, they're already covered in blood. Yeah. And they're trying to make an escape. So they we, they know they're being chased. Like, something horrible is happening. 
and they're just uh, the one girl just stops. So you know they're trying to make a runaway. They're trying to get away. They've already experienced something horrible. And you think the one girl would be like, well, shit, sorry, girl. I'm out of here. Yeah. You I know? mean, I even, even if they are, like, really good friends or, or, or whatever, it's still, like, self-preservation. Like, oh, shit, she's dead. Yeah. I got her. I can mourn later, but I got to go. But, nope, she's like, I'm just going to sit here and. She's done. And she's like, because another guy, too, or something like that, another guy just comes up uh, behind her, slits her throat. She's dead. That's it. Uh, and then we cut to, like, this news reporter on location Reporting on this year's Burmese Python Capturing Contest. Woo-hoo! Where basically any random Joe Schmo can win up to $500 for capturing the snakes. And this took place in Miami. Like, they were reporting it, it, from Miami. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, also, as a side note, she mentioned that this also happens to be the location where college girls went missing. Like, that's not the top story. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said, like, hold on the phone. Like, first of all, I would think the missing girls are Trump snake capturing right. contest. Um, in, the, in the, you know, headline report. Um, but, yeah, because missing people should not be a footnote in any right. story. Um, and sec- second, yes, the Burmese python is an invasive species in the Everglades. So that's true. So it kills other you know, natural flora and fauna. Yeah, it's so, invasive. Yeah. It shouldn't be there. Um, but the removal of them is handled by like park rangers and other various animal conservation and preservation groups and like herpetologists and not like random drunken idiots that just come out to drink. Let's win some money. You know what? You, it's fucking Florida. Sorry, Florida. But you yeah. know, there's going to be a bunch of drunk like methods like, ain't going to get just some snakes, just, man. Just some swamp people running yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the Simpsons episode where the the, the snake thumping. It was like a Springfield oh, tradition. Oh yeah, the snake. Where, where they just snake whacking is like whacking home. Marge is like ooh ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they get Barry White to come and play music to rescue all their snakes. Anyway, that's a Simpsons. No, episode. I yeah, it's a good. I forgot about that episode. <laughs> so the reporter ends the report saying that. The local police have called off the search for the missing girls after only two weeks. Like, are you <laughs> shitting me? Two weeks? That's it? Like, we're, call it. Call it. Like, they're, they're done. done. We're, you know what? We're tired of They're gator food. Yeah, two fucking weeks. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Ugh. This is insane. I'd be pretty pissed if I was a parent. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'd be suing or something. Like, yeah. two weeks? Oh. So now we cut to our main group of one-dimensional college kids on spring break, hanging Holy out on the beach. Shit. And I, I gotta admit, one like I didn't know any of their names. That's a, I'm glad you brought that point up because, because that's I know like to. one or two names at the very end. At the very end. At the very end. Yeah. Um, because of that, like I said, pretty much trying to keep track of these names, it's pretty much useless. But for our sake of sanity and for you listeners, I'm going to do my best to explain who we got here. So first off, we have Tyler. He's like the douche bro. With the ripped body. Uh, his body isn't impressive. I'll give him that. Then we have Derek, who's douche bro light. He's like, yeah. he's like, More Robin. Slim. He's, he's, no, he's like Robin to Tyler's Batman. <laughs> and then we have Marcus, the black guy. Patrick, who's like the really skinny guy who's kind of shy at, in this, at least in the opening scene. Yeah. Um, then we have Tony with an eye, the main girl, and Derek's girlfriend. Tanya, the black chick, who's also dating the black guy. Anna, who I believe is the tall brunette who's dating Tyler. Then we have Nicole, just random girl. Leah, the blonde girl with smart tits. And then Jocelyn, who 
it's just basically another runaway girl, but she's the one I think it wears like the G string for it. That makes sense for Aaron, but yeah, nobody else. Yeah, it's it's they never say their names really, except like really quick once or twice. It's really hard. Yeah, it's trying to keep up their names is pretty much useless. Yeah. Um. So we learn that Patrick's likes likes Nicole. I I I think it's Nicole, right? And who she, knows? And she likes him back, but she wants to play hard again, bust his balls for a bit. So Tyler tells Patrick that if he wants her, then he has to step up and take her. No, that's nice guy bullshit. Like, no poetry rhyme bullshit. Write that, that poetry with your dick. Like, yes, that's what I was going to say. Write that poetry with your dick. Kind of like that line, actually. I will say that. I was, yeah. <laughs> it's so I mean, stupid. It's so stupid and douchey, and, yeah. but I, I, it fit. I liked it. Uh, so they all, all end up going back to this beach bar for drinks and the hot body contest. Um so now we basically get two minutes basically of like f- these four girls in booty shorts just twerking for the camera. Yeah. That's it. Like two minutes. It's just like twerking. two minutes solid. It's of like just a like, goddamn rap video that just turned into. With no it. rap. It's no. just people going, <laughs> woo! Make that booty clap. Girls just twerking. It's all it's like mm-hmm. two minutes. Uh, and next comes the wet t-shirt portion of the contest. Uh, the group convinces Leah, the blonde, blonde group, girl, with like the smallest tits too in the group, well, to join the she contest. She likes playing with them, I guess. And so uh, the other girls, they all take off their bras or bikini tops underneath their shirts, and the dudes act like fucking animals in this scene. <laughs> yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Like I, I we were on college once, but man, I never acted like that. It's that's it's, insane. It, it's not like. You've seen spring bake videos. Yeah. There, there's usually like really big crowds and big events. And this is like in a swamp bar, you know? This yeah. Is this like, is supposed to be like, I don't know, like Miami or Fort Lauderdale or something. It's like a beach right. town. It's a nice beach and it's a beach bar. And I get that. Okay. If it is one, it's supposed to be spring break too. Yeah. Almost, every bar is going to be packed. But even then, like not every bar, it's not like Mario where there's going to be massive crowds everywhere. But still, this was ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, it was so bad. It's like, why even have this contest when there's like 10 people in the bar? people in there. And like almost all of them are like this one group one of One group, yeah. And then there's like these three other, these four other girls that just happen to be there. Just, that's what I was just happen to be there. Yeah, there's yeah. nobody else there. There's, there's no reason to even have this contest. Um, So... Uh, so somehow Leah manages to win the whole contest. Even like I said, she's the flash chested girl in the group. And Leah, <laughs> you're really hammering that well, point I, home. I'm sorry, you're right. I probably should. I stopped. But it's supposed to be a hot body contest and a wet T-shirt. Normally, those kind of lend themselves it's, to it's girls. It's just basically tits and ass. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have tits, what you know, you're happy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but anyway, so Leah wins a $100 bar tab. Uh, so after the contest, the group. Hangs out at the bar for a bit, drinking and talking. Tyler and Derek are talking with the bartenders, like I said, played by Lania Quigley and the MILF Hunter. And I really hope she was trying to swamp it up here because, woof, she was just looking... I didn't recognize her. No, yeah, it took me a like, bit too, yeah. Like, I saw her name in the credits. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Lena Quigley's in it. And then I'm like... Oh, and then it, it like hit me in the back. It like I was like, oh crap, that was Lena Quigley because she wasn't in the rest of the movie. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that was the scariest part. Yeah, she's looking really rough. Um, so Anna gives Tony a pregnancy te- pregnancy test, and the two of them go off to the bathroom. To oh use yeah, it. she said she's been. Oh yeah, my period. I thought my period was gonna come, but it's been it didn't come. She's like, seriously, it's like, yeah, it's been like three two, months, two months. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it turns out Tony's preggers. So there's wah, that. Wah. Uh, 
the bartenders tell Tyler and Derek about the Everglades and the snake well, yeah, contest. They're going on saying, we come here every time. We do the same thing, same town, same party. It's same great. sluts. Yeah, it's great. And they're just like, do something different. Go to the Everglades. Yeah, yeah. and so they're like, yeah, and you, you know, and that's in the middle part. like, yeah, you can win this. And they're both, and Lania, they're both like, yo, there's a snake capture. You can win $500 per every snake you catch or something yeah. like that. Um, so, so they're geared up for that. Yeah, and Lania tells him, about the, her cousin Henry, who owns an airboat tour comp business, something that like, hey, I'll give he'll give you a killer deal if you go down there and you know drop my name or just you know whatever. So of course they all decide to go, and a cue up the annoying driving montage filled oh. with fucking POV shots and selfie shots and just everybody just and Tyler dude I throwing out like a douche. I, I muted it. It's off. It's one of the most obnoxious scenes I've ever. It's just another way. Woo! Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's. So this is this is kind uh, of like a running theme, and it's gonna be a running theme to the whole movie. Is that when they're in the bar, there's scenes where they're just talking over each other the whole time, and then they're in the cars driving, and they're just talking over each other the whole time. They're not moving the story forward. They're no. not saying anything interesting. Dialogue. There's no humor. It's just loud, annoying talking. And they just keep showing off tits, and that's it. Yeah, it's like... It was like for three or four minutes. Yeah, I will say this movie does have an abundance of titties and ass. I mean, that's yeah. like the only thing this movie has going forward. And I think that's where, like, they realize, like, you know, we got to show a lot of tits or nobody's going to watch this movie. <laughs> we got to keep their interest somehow. So, we like, every keep, five minutes, there's tits. <laughs> keep those titties coming, man. Like, like the tits, the, the tit to, uh, I don't know, movie time ratio is yeah, to the roof. It is. <laughs> um... So uh, anyway, they they arrive at the airboat tour place, and when they gather cars, um, I noticed that the filmmakers. I, I just find it funny, but they had to blur out like the word Jeep Wrangler on the side of the Jeep and license plates. Yeah, it's like really. I, yeah. I mean, kind of get license plates if, if it's like a personal car, but, but I've never they, seen anybody else like blur out like you know you don't see anybody blurring out Ford on a car. They, they it, didn't have a permit. <laughs> they didn't yeah. have a permit. They well, were just shooting. Per- and I'm gonna say permit, but they, they certainly didn't have like product plate that they didn't want. Like, oh, we. Jeep yeah. might sue us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as they approach the building, we they notice that there's a storm blowing. It's the you know gray dark clouds are coming in. They find Henry, tell him that his cousin sent him down here. Henry's this older man. Henry comes up with like this like old Southern guy. He was like got a bit of an yeah. accent, makes him a little hard to understand. Yeah, but he comes off like kind of basically a nice guy with a sense of humor. He jokes about the girls. Good old boy swamp person. Yeah, yeah. Seems like a fine, fine, fine enough fella. So Henry tells him that due to the bad weather, they shut down for the day. But Tyler's like, dude, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, dude bro, bro. We just drove all the way down here, man. Like, we drove half an hour. hour. Yeah, half an hour. Oh, a whopping <laughs> half an hour. And so basically, he convinces them. He bribes them with some extra cash. And, they, and he's like, and he's like, all right, fine, I'll take you out. So they load up in the airboat, off they go. Uh, and then we get another montage of them cruising through the swampy marshland. And again, it's just loud. Woo! Yeah, more Ugh. selfie shots. Yeah. Um, every so often, Henry will stop to show them something like, you know, like a snake or a gator nest or just, you know, basic, your Tourist basic stuff, Tory, yeah. Tory stuff. Um, eventually, they come upon an old abandoned rundown lodge. And Henry tells them the story behind the lodge that it was built back in like the 50s or something by, as a hunter's lodge. Uh, and that over the years, lots of people have been hurt out here or at some, and some have even died. And now people won't go go in there due to like the urban legends and like, the bad karma that people think surround it. Uh, and it, you just did a better job of explaining it than he did, 
because he just rambles and rambles and rambles over that. He basically rambles and about that same kind of stick you just said, but it's so poorly done. I don't think he was ever written down for him. They never gave him a script to say, tell a story about that being kind of a creepy place and how you don't go by there. Yeah, you're That's probably right. That's my guess because he. it sounded like he was just all free-balling. You know, you, the way you said it, you know, you're probably right. I, I, I kind of think you, you might be on something there because looking back on it, thinking back on it, I, he probably was just trying to improvise his way through it. Because just, people were talking over him, interrupting him, and he'd just kind of roll back into it. And it seems so chaotic. Yeah. Incredibly chaotic. I'll give you that one for yeah. sure. Um, no, no, no. Then Henry follows up saying, okay, the bad weather's coming in. We get It's getting good dark soon. It's time to, you know, time to head back. So... But, uh-oh, oh no, the airboat won't start up this time. And now, Henry tries. the more Henry tries to start it, the more he seems to be having health issues. <laughs> and the dudes don't seem to give a shit about Henry. Yeah, well, they, and, well one of them kind of does allude that he thinks he's a gag. He's yeah, like, Tyler. Oh, yeah, Tyler. He's, like, he's like, all right, we're at the scary cabin. We get it. You won't start. Let's, come on, man. Just, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And, um. Henry ends up falling to the floor of the boat, seemingly seemingly dying from a heart attack, even though he's grabbing his right arm instead of his <laughs> left arm, which is a everybody knows that. Yeah, the telltale. And heart again, thing. it's just chaos. Yeah, it's everybody yelling and cursing. And Everyone's just, just screaming and screaming and screaming and yelling. And I was like, "Is this a fucking guy falling over and dying?" Because I couldn't tell exactly what was going on. Yeah. Because there was just it was so loud and chaotic, and there's no form. No. There's no direction. You know what this reminded me of a lot? It reminded me a lot of uh, scenes from the uh, from Trap Door. Because yeah. it, it's just the same thing. Like just uh, everybody just yelling and cursing, trying to yell louder than the other person. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. And it's it's so but not annoying. as fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bold, ballsy statement there, dude. Bold to say that yeah. this trap door was more fun than this. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I still think this is. Well, there's at least a lot of tits in this one. Yeah. Um. So now the group, except they break out. Okay, they're, they're angry at the situation, trying to figure out what to do. Um. I notice now it goes from like still light outside to like completely dark Just in a matter of completely in, like, seconds. dark. <laughs> so they're trying to restart the boat. One of them, Tyler gets the 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 walkie-talkie. He's like, hello, hello, I don't know how to use this shit. <laughs> like, Who doesn't know how to use the walkie-talkie? You push the button. It, it, there's knows. different channels. Yeah. You try the different ones. It's like the easiest thing in the world. I know. and it, But it's like, there's. it's just like, they're suddenly just extra retarded. Yeah. Like, there's an extra dose of retarded that just all of a sudden <laughs> hit. It's like, it's like when the bass drop hits or like when you're, tri- like you're tripping or something, those on boom. It's like, oh, now I'm extra retarded. It was just, oh, I'm like watching this gun. Oh my God. <laughs> so, of course, the group decides to head to the Hunter's Lodge for the night and they all wait to the swamp uh, to make their way to the and lodge. And while waiting to the swamp, it's skin is just chaos and screaming yeah. and yelling and and again it, I, I can't emphasize that it went from like daylight to like to pitch, pitch black. black in a matter of like seconds um as soon as they reach solid ground again tyler straight up attacks Derek and just tackles him to the ground because tyler is blaming yes. Derek, saying that this was all his idea to come up here the fight's quickly broken up um even though tyler was the one who was kind of, if i think correctly tyler they were both pretty much they're, like yeah 
it was like a 50 50 like they were both like yeah let's do this he's the guy who talked henry into yeah going and he's the one who gave him more money yeah, yeah. it's really more tyler's fault Fuck everybody else was like all right i guess we leave <laughs> so uh yeah they get to the oh, cabin and, yeah and then they yeah. fight over whether or not they should actually go inside of it or not and the whole time again i can't i'm sorry i keep going back to it it's just constant yelling over each other and talking over each other and there's no like direction or th- there's no script no it's obvious there's no scripts like okay guys just be scared and go run up there and talk a lot i i think so too um and then tires yelling at the girls to shut up and keep their voices down so no one hears them, which again makes zero sense. Cause because they've been yelling the entire time. Yeah, you're on the middle of the Everglades, the middle of North. People are going to sound trials. They're going right. to hear you. And second of all, it's an abandoned place. There's nobody there to hear you. You know, all they're doing is screaming the whole time. Yeah. Uh, they manage to get inside. They find like a lantern that you know, which they use it for light. And Marcus and Derek they go off to find a way to turn on the power. They find a generator. Yeah. yeah, and we cut to a man with one of those like flashlights you wear on your head. He's like, yeah, waiting. like he's, spelunker. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, and he's wading through the swamp. And it turns out it's Henry. Now Henry wades up to the small rowboat, saying that this is truly a chance of a lifetime, boys. And in the boat are two men, Hank and Otis, who are Henry's sons, and they're sharpening machetes while Henry tells them about the college kids and how they swore he was dead. And it turns, I fooled them good. Yeah. And the two sons talk about how excited they are about this group of kids. And we go back to Marcus and Derek, who now have made their way to, like, the back of this. It, this isn't just a honey lot. This is, like, a full-on, like, complex. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's got, like, big. several buildings. Yeah, it's all connected by, like, walkways. Uh, boardwalk, walkways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they find a generator in this back building, and they manage to get it working. The power, you know, get the power back to the lodge, and they head back to the main group. Meanwhile, Henry and his sons, they're getting ready. Henry tells him to do it just like I taught him. And don't fuck it up. And then they, they start quietly like rowing the boat towards the, the lodge. Tyler finds several jars of moonshine. And all of a sudden, it's party time. Oh, yeah. There's like no care in the world. Nope. It doesn't matter that they're stranded in the middle of the Everglades swamp. It doesn't matter that someone just died on their watch. <laughs> nope. It doesn't matter they're all freaking out that they don't have any cell phone reception. They can't get a hold of anyone. It doesn't matter. It's fucking <laughs> moonshine time. I wish I had a rock sound bite right now. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was retarded. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what makes it, it makes it even more of a party is because Derek pulls out a little pill jar filled with the weed, and it, <laughs> which really gets the party going. So, oh, so they get like God, like an endless supply of moonshine and weed. Oh yeah, it's a they talk about look look at all this moonshine, and the place is like decorated and the power is working, and it's not that dirty. I mean, it's cluttered and stuff. <laughs> it's so cluttered. Yeah, you'd say there's probably someone who's been here or will be here very soon. Yeah, right. That's a good yeah. So Otis and Hank reach dry land, uh, reach the dry land around the lodge, and they start sneaking their way up to it. Inside, Jocelyn, I think it's Jocelyn. Uh, <laughs> Again, she's, don't really know their name. No, it's, she's the girl in the skimpiest and sluttiest bikini. Holy shit, I have to tip my cap. Thank you for wearing that. Like, it's, it's, straight, ridiculous. It, it's not even like a thong. It's a straight like, G-string. It's, like, yeah. it's the ass floss that's like, going up her ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone and else is wearing like, regular bikini it's bottoms. It's like the tiniest little upside-down pizza triangle that's yeah. covering her vagina, too. It, it's straight up like, stripper wear. Like, it's, I've never seen a bikini that's screaming. Like, that somebody would actually wear... 
in public. Like swimming. In swimming, yeah. Yeah, because they, they showed her splashing around the ocean at the beginning scene. Yeah. And that It's basically thing. something like you'd wear for, like, modeling shoots or, like, if you're a stripper. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she suddenly gets a headache and decides to go outside for fresh air. So um, Leah decides to go with her, and they, they, they both go outside on the porch. They, they pop a squat on the steps, and they start talking while the others are inside drinking, smoking joints. And again, their dialogue is so, like, just, it's, it's, it's got to be ad-libbed. Mm-hmm. It's, there's, there's nothing to it. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel good. I'm sorry, I don't feel good. I didn't want to come on this. I'm sorry we came on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't feel good. I know. <laughs> That's kind of what it was like. Inside, Tony with an eye finds a boombox which she plugs in and turns on. So they have some sweet tunes to party to. Um, and now we get montage number three, the party montage. And again, three montages in like the first half hour of this movie, and it's just woo, drink, party, drink, woo, drink, smoke, smoke yeah. tits, woo, shake some boobs. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, outside. Jocelyn and Leah continue to talk, and we see it's either Otis or Hank. Because at this point, I don't know which one's which. It doesn't uh, fucking matter. No, it really doesn't. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, uh, crawling on his stomach underneath the porch, creeping up on the girls from below. He grabs Jocelyn by the ankles and just pulls her down and drags her underneath the porch. Now, instead of running back inside, even though the door is directly behind her, like two feet away from and again, her. And screaming, screaming super loud. Leah decides to run screaming around the corner and smacks Dab right into the other brother who easily just slits her throat and drags her body away. Yeah. What? what? Are you fucking kidding? The girl, you just saw a friend get dragged underneath the porch by something. And instead of running into the front door... Instead of just turning around and going in the door. Where everybody else is, say, holy shit, guys, help, or something. You run around the corner and like, you run off... farther away. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, fuck. It, this is so bad. And, it, and they're, they're right outside the door screaming as all yeah, they can. Yeah, and the music playing isn't that loud. No, it's not. And they're, yeah, around the other side of, like, a thin door, like a thin wooden wall. It, it's clearly would easily been heard. And it's not just one girl. They're both screaming. Right. Um, so, like I said, of course, no one inside hears the girls uh, on the other side of the door. Uh, so next, Nicole decides that she has to go take a shower right now to rinse up all the swamp water, even though she's, like, bone dry. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they are walking through a swamp that was up to their knees. Yeah. It's like she's like, oh, I got to wash off all the swamp water. I'm so dirty. Yeah. Oh. And touch my knees. Uh, she she takes Patrick with her to go find the shower or a hose to rinse off with. Uh, they do happen to find an out in one of these outdoor uh, showers. Nicole has Patrick turn around while she strips down naked to take a shower, and she keeps talking about how covered in mud she is, but she's totally clean. There's yeah. there's not a drop of dirt on her, not no. a speck. Um, so and also it's no this shower takes fucking forever can expect she's not she has no soap no shampoo she's just rinsing off and it takes like 20 minutes it's bad um inside tanya and marcus decide to head off to the bunkhouse the fuck which 
That that's basically that's it. They just we're gonna go fuck in the bunkhouse. Yeah, which is another building off the pat. Like again, big place, big complex. Yeah, I mean it's something like you see like a Resident Evil game. You're running down one building to another. Yeah, on a boardwalk and going this. Here's the bunkhouse. Here's the main house. Here's right. the generator room. Right, right, <laughs> dude. That's a great. That's a perfect. <laughs> that's a fantastic description. This should be like Resident Evil: The Swamp. Actually, it kind of yeah. reminds me of Resident Evil Seven. I, you haven't played it, but people have played it. Kind of reminds me like old rundown wooden buildings and like there's a swampy section. It's just straight out Resident Evil Seven almost. or or kind of like Left 4 Dead Two, like the swamp level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that too. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, so yeah, so they just they pick out their bed and they go fucking it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile Nicole still in the shower, constantly saying, "You better not be looking at me. I'm almost done." Now this is she says that like. Five times, so you're obviously not almost done because you're taking forever. Yeah, and this this is something that kind of bugs me too. Uh, is she, you think she would be? She, he's got his back turned. You think she would be looking at him to make sure he doesn't turn around and look? Great point. But she has her back turned to him. Yeah, but he has her back turned to her. Yeah, they're, they're neither one of them is facing each other. And you think she'd be looking at him, going. Hey, hey, don't turn around. I see you turn around. You yeah. know, that makes way more sense. That does make a hundred in real life. That would be the, that's what would happen. Yeah. That's a hundred percent correct. And also while the, the, uh, the black couple, I don't remember their names, while the black couple is walking to the bunkhouse, they like reach out and jump scare her. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you guys, come on guys. I'm naked. And she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a shit if the black guy shit. sees her naked, but Patrick can't see her naked. <laughs> nope. Uh, no. Um, so, while Nicole's staying her sweet-ass time uh, wasting water, <laughs> Patrick gets grabbed from behind by one of the brothers and chloroformed, dragged away behind Nicole's back. She turns around. Patrick's nowhere in sight. We cut back to Marcus and Tanya, who are now... They've they finished their fucking... He gets up and leaves the bunkhouse to go piss off a bridge so she can have the bathroom to herself. And Marcus gets grabbed from behind by one of the other brothers... The brother covers Marcus's head in a plastic bag and begins to suffocate him for a bit before he, and then he just ends up drowning Marcus in a metal tub yeah, this, that just so this, happens to be there and full of water. This was weird because he's suffocating him with the plastic, but then he himself yeah. pokes a hole in the plastic so he can breathe again, says something like, you ready to swim, fishy? And puts him, dunks his head in this tank. Yeah. Of water that just happens to be there, which is Perfectly about heavy. maybe knee high to waist high. I say it's maybe three feet high. Yeah, okay. Right. I mean, it looks like almost like one of those like hydro, like a small hydrotherapy tub, or right? Something. Like, like you just kind of squat in it. Because it had like it, I didn't know it had like a temperature dial yeah. or something yeah, on it. A thermometer on it. Yeah, yeah. but I kind of. I mean, I get it. He drowns him in there. I don't like the kill. No, because I I feel like while the guy was a little bit bigger than Marcus. I think he'd be able to squirm away, push himself out of that. I agree. Marcus was was you no, know, he was no schmub. He wasn't. Yeah, like, he was in shape. He was, Patrick's the skinniest of the guys, but Patrick, I mean, Marcus was yeah. still. He was fairly tall, and he, he was in decent shape. It would have made a whole lot more sense if he kept the plastic around his mouth and then shoved him in there, like because because he's already halfway suffocated, and then you put him underwater. You know, yeah. I it's a shitty kill. It's no a matter how horrible kill. It, the whole thing is is garbage. <laughs> Hot pile garbage, um, and so yeah. So then he's Marcus is dead. He just throws the body in the he tub just and tucks walks. the body on in the water. Yep, and walks away. 
Tanya comes out of the bathroom. She gets startled by a naked Nicole who shows up looking for Patrick. Uh, Tanya gets a towel for Nicole to wrap up in, and the girls think the guys are they're hiding, trying to scare. Oh, they're just out there. They're trying to scare us. Mm-hmm. They're going to play it. Blah blah blah. In come the brothers. One of them hits Tanya in the eye with a hammer. Fucking hammer. Which even though this is it's super fast, like blink you'll miss it. It's probably one of the best effects in the yeah, movie. Yeah, because it looks like part of her. I mean, it's like a big. Splat it looks of like blood. her eye, like her, like her, her skull just cracks open. But yeah. uh, she drops to the floor like a sack of nails as the other brother attacks Nicole. They hogtie Nicole, rip off her towel while they're just laughing and and hooting Squealing and hollering. Yeah. And yelling as Again, loud as they nobody can. hears this. Nobody hears a thing. The girls screaming. Everyone's just screaming. Yeah. So, and again, it's bullshit that nobody hears. It's in the middle of nowhere where sound is going to travel. It, it, you might, I don't care if there's music playing. You're going to hear that you, shit You easily. might disregard one or two screams, but the amount and overall loudness of all the screaming that's been going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like you can't excuse this anymore. I, I totally agree. It, it's... It's nonsense. Um, so they hogtie Nicole, rip off her towel, like I said, while they're laughing. Um, now, the brother that's sitting on top of Nicole, they're, they're like face, she's like face down mm-hmm. and ass up. And he's mounted her from behind. And he just starts, he grabs her by the hand and just starts repeatedly smashing her head into the floorboards until she's out cold. And he fade to black. And we go back to the rest of the group who's still hanging out in the main lodge, smoking, drinking. Anna, Tyler's girl, begins to feel sick and she wants to go to bed. So she and Tyler now leave, leaving Tony with an eye and Derek uh, alone. Anna and Tyler, they find a bedroom in the main lodge. They don't go to the bunkhouse. They find a bedroom in the main yeah. building. This is like a Shangri-La of like, uh, yeah, swamp like, people. This is like the <laughs> swamp people mansion. Like, again, it's insane. Uh, so they lie on the bed. Anna just wants to go to sleep, but Tyler, being the douchey bro, he he just wants that booty and refuses to take no for an answer. Yep. Oh, you're gonna throw up? Come on, baby, just throw up on the side of the bed. You'll yeah. be fine. Uh, we cut classy, back. classy yeah. guy. <laughs> we cut back to Nicole and Tanya. Nicole wakes up uh, next to Tanya on the floor, both face down. Uh, Tanya is also hogtied now, and and the other brother's on top of her. Uh, so they each have yeah. So <laughs> the girls are screaming. They come to. They're both hogtied. There's everyone screaming again. Yeah, and, and one of them is like howling like a wolf. Yeah. Um, and the brother on Tanya pulls out a knife and just stabs her in the gut, killing her. Like not anything. Not, not repeat. Just one stab, and just kind of holds the knife there, and she <laughs> dies. Was Amir's blood just like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just spraying out everywhere. For once, they're like, which really makes sense. Like, maybe if you pull the knife out, it would spray. But he just leaves the knife in the knife. Just, the blood just would be spraying out. everywhere. We're looking at him like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, uh, the other brother then grabs a sledgehammer and just repeatedly slams it into the back of Nicole's head until her skull breaks open, splitting her head in two. And it, that one is pretty brutal. It's, not, it's pretty good effect. It's, a, it's pretty brutal. Uh, and the bars get up and they just leave the bunkhouse. I, it was they hogtied him. They got they 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 hogtied the one girl. They hogtied the other. They wait for them to wake up, and then just to kill him. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, what are you gonna do with it? Oh, oh like, why, just, why didn't you do that before? Yeah, earlier? you just killed him. Why yeah. waste the time to have knocking him out and then waiting for him to come to? Like, just 
kill him it's immediately. Like, oh, you're you're awake now. Ah, yeah. Scared again. Yeah, you know? I, again, like, this movie yeah. is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrified so before. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Oh God. So at this point, I finally figure out which bar is which. Hank is the taller, skinnier one, while Otis is the shorter, heavier one. Hank tells Otis that he has a gift for him all tied up in the red room. So Otis goes off to find his present. Yeah, they even have special rooms. Yeah, it's, the like, red it's, room. it's, it's like a red light district. It's <laughs> learned, um, yeah, it is the red light district. Yeah, it is. Uh, turns out that his present is a tied up and nearly unconscious Patrick propped up against some shelves. Otis forces Patrick to wake up and shoves an apple in his mouth like a fucking roasted pig. And now the film gets real deliverancy here. Yeah. Um, Otis says to Patrick that I know you're scared. You're scared you might like this. And he goes on to say, don't worry about liking. I'm going to make you hate it. I hope you gave your heart to Jesus because your ass is mine. And that's the gist of it. And with that, he Otis pulls down Patrick's pants underwear and just fucks him up the ass. And it's pretty graphic. It is pretty graphic. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's brutal. Pretty rapey. There's, you, it's extremely rapey. <laughs> I mean, it's like, not, yeah, you're right. Not pretty rapey. It's fucking rapey. It's real rapey. Real rapey. Uh, and then Ryan's Otis, like, comes in Patrick's ass. He pulls out this large knife and just stabs that shit out of Patrick's back. Just starts back. stabbing him in the back real fast. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and then just drops the knife like he's dropping the mic. Just drops the mic or <laughs> knife and walks away with his, pulling his pants up. And it just leaves him there. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So we go back to Tony and Derek's. They're still hanging out. She tells Derek to take his weed smoking outside so she doesn't get a secondhand high, which fucking makes zero sense. She's They've been, been sitting. Smoking, I mean, she's been sitting in this smoke-filled room. For like 20 to 30 minutes right. now with more than one person smoking. Uh, but now she's suddenly worried about secondhand highs and smoke. Re- fucking dumb. Regardless, Derek, he leaves. He goes outside to smoke on the porch. Meanwhile, Taylor, Tyler, I'm sorry, he gets pissed off for Anna because Anna still won't put out. So he leaves. Fuck you then, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, he goes back to see Tony, who he instantly tries to fuck. I mean, he's he practically rapes this girl on the table. Yeah, she's just like, no, no, no. And, she's, and he's, he's like, like whatever, man. Like, oh, let's, we're going to do this. <laughs> she yells at him to stop. And we find we basically find that she fucked Tyler behind Derek's back, and we also learned that Tony and Derek have not had sex yet, which means that Tyler is the baby daddy. Because remember, Tony's the one who was pregnant yep. from the beginning. And guess what? Who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who fucking cares? But it's 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 the big reveal. It's, yeah, and it, again, so one thing that is probably the most unbelievable thing about this is that she wasn't fucking her boyfriend already. Yeah, you know <laughs> that doesn't make that part doesn't make any that's sense. That's a great yeah. If she's fucking some other guy but won't fuck her boyfriend, then yeah, that's yeah. I yeah. Agree. again, this movie's just dumb with a capital D. Uh, <laughs> back in the bedroom, Hank creeps into the bed with Anna, who of course she thinks is Tyler. That is until she like turns her head and like, he just grabs her and mounts her. Um, Hank beats the living shit out of her. I mean, there is nothing. But there's no finesse and kill here. He just he's he mounts her. He's straight up like grounding pound like a UFC fighter. So I mean, it's it's to be, I gotta have give this kill some credit here, honestly. 
I kind of liked it because it shows him getting on top of her, like, punching. And then it shows a POV of kind of, like, her. And he's, like, throwing these fists down. He's throwing the, them pretty violently. Yeah, and that's but not even the best a, part. It's a great – the great thing about it is that it's a, it's a cheap way to make it look good because, you know, she's not, obviously not there. Yeah. But he's punching it so hard that he's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. But then he starts, like, headbutting yeah, head down. Bu- yes, yeah. thank you. Like, he's – not that he does, he punches her. That's when he starts, head, like, viciously headbutting her with – Reckless abandon. Yeah. Just headbutt, headbutt, headbutt. And he just beats her to death. Yeah. And then he just gets up, walks out of the bedroom. Outside, Derek has wandered off the porch down to the water line where we see a shot of a python in the darkness and the snake begins to slither closer to Derek. Derek now becomes Mr. Butterfingers and drops his phone and oh, joint into the water. Because his phone rings yep his phone rings even though earlier like nope I don't all have they signal. talked about is how they signal. don't have cell phone service don't have service don't have service don't have service and they didn't want to waste their and battery sudden, on anything ring 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 yeah Ugh. and so he go he, he just drops his phone in the water just bloop and that just so, made me so i mean yeah it's mother like i said fucker d with a cap <laughs> don't with a capital d uh, so he bends over and starts feeling around underneath the water for his phone. The python strikes out, pulls <laughs> Derek into the water. Derek tries to swim away, but the snake apparently has arms or something because it pulls yeah. him back in and starts to wrap itself around Derek. And it's not quite how it works. No, it's not. Not at all. Um, Hank and Eris, H- Hank and Otis have popped up now, and they're just watching this happen and laughing. Like, they're oh, laughing. Oh, the snake's got him. Look Check at it out, him. man. He's got him. While Derek's getting constricted more and more by the python, Tony and Tyler hear the brothers laughing. Finally, somebody finally, hears yeah, something. Finally, somebody hears when, something. When there's two guys screaming, nothing. <laughs> when there's four people screaming, nothing. nothing. But when it's just two guys laughing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do they do? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what they don't do. What they should do and what they don't do. What they don't do is lock the doors and barricade themselves in for safety or even try to hide. That's what they don't do. No. What they do do is they decide to run straight out that front door and right into the two brothers. Just charge right <laughs> in. Charge them. right out. Tony is quickly just tossed to the ground, and Otis is standing over with like a pitchfork, keeping her from moving or anything like that. Now, I will give Tyler some credit here because he does try to fight back. He charges Hank; that he tackles him to the ground. He they gets were, he gets the upper hand. They're rolling around. Each of them is landing a few punches. Tyler manages to get the upper hand and the upper position, but the numbers are too great for him because Tyler Hank just calls out for like Otis, get over here. And Otis comes up from behind Tyler and just stabs him in the back with a pitchfork. Killing Tyler's him. dead. Tyler's dead. So now you, again, you would think this might free up Tony to make a run for it, but nope. She just lies on the ground screaming like a helpless little bitch. <laughs> you almost had a little bit of swamp person. <laughs> you know, lying there like a hopeless little bitch. <laughs> the brothers surround Tony as she screams, as the screen gets blurry and fades to black, which I'm guessing is supposed to represent Tyler dying because it's shot from like a little bit of distance on the ground. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's supposed to be like yeah, him, him dying. Him fading away yeah. into the black nothingness. Now the movie gets real fucking dumb and confusing. 
Uh, we fade in on a bonfire as two men in black hooded robes tie a naked Tony to an up to an upside down cross. And Tony comes to, she's screaming, but she's gag. Now forming like this half circle behind around the, the around the bonfire are four large red banners attached to posts and about two dozen candles form a circle like around the tea base. Candles. Yeah, oh, tea, little yeah. baby candles. Around the base of the of the of the upside down cross. The men finish securing Tony to the cross and they raise it up like a fucking Ku Klux Klan burning you know. Right, but she, but she's inverted. But it's, in, it's upside she's down. She's upside down. And this is when I'm like, what? what are we doing? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Where are we going? She's with this? hanging upside down completely naked. I mean you see you see everything. A third man in a dark red, like almost maroonish covered robe. Color up stands in front of Tony. The guy's also wearing some sort of mask. I think it's supposed to be an animal mask, but I so can't tell what the burlap fuck it is. Sap, same guy from the very no, beginning. I don't think I think the guy in the sack was just one of the brothers. See, that's why I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, what the fuck is with the mask? Yeah, it's like a weird animal mask. I don't know what it is. I can't make it out. Um, the masked man he takes a knife from. One of the other men slices. Yeah, his no pu- one's hooting and hollering. No, it's, it's real, all cere- it's ceremonial, ceremonial and ritual, and like very mm-hmm. yeah, very everything's quiet. deliberate. He yeah, go on. He he slices the palm of his hand, and I think he lets the blood flow in like a golden Lit, goblet. like a goblet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the masked man approaches Tony. He draws a cross on her forehead in blood, like you, like a priest would, like you know, yeah. at, at uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost communion yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, he then takes the knife, walks behind Tony. He reaches around her from behind and then slices her open along the stomach. This, I will say, is a good effect. It's very brutal looking. It's done very well, I will say. The blo- blood is pouring out. It's just running mm-hmm. down Tony's body and over her face. She's screaming and Kind crying. of choking on it. and she's like. <laughs> but eventually she can't even do that anymore. She starts you know, just fading and she, she just hangs there. Twitching. He starts reaching in, pulling stuff out. Yeah, this... Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I hate this so much. Yeah, he reaches inside of her stomach, and I shit you not, he pulls out a fucking fetus, and with a hard <laughs> yank, he snaps the umbilical cord off. He carries the fetus by the umbilical cord, and they even show it, like, in the in the, in the fire light. In, in the, the firelight. In, in the campfire yeah. light. And he's he's holding it because like, I was like, is it a kidney? Is it? It can't be. It can't be. And I'm like, nope. It fucking is. It fucking is. Uh, he stands there next to the fire for a moment with his arm like stretched out and complete, with holding the fetus up, and then like he's, with his other hand, he's kind of like playing, feeling it, like, like looking turning at it, it around. Yeah. And then he just he looks at it one last time, and then he just drops it into the fire. The, he drops the fetus into the fire. Roll credits. That's it. That's it. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I mean, seriously, what the shit, man? That's how this movie ends? Ugh. It makes zero fucking sense. This ending makes me so mad. <laughs> so mad. Like, what? <laughs> Are these hillbillies Satan? Like, what's going what? on? Normally, if you can worship or sacrifice saying it's always like a virgin sacrifice not a pregnant right or a fetus which by the way if she's only like two months pregnant the fetus would be it'd be like a pinhead it would yeah it'd be like a pea yeah it'd be like a weird little pea 
And this thing is like the size of like a giant. It's like a kidney. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. It was. It was. It was. You know, like three, four months probably. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no way her belly is because man, flat. she is sexy as hell. She's, She's super, got zero bump. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? Like, god damn it. Oh. And how? First of all, how did they know she's even pregnant in the first place? Like they have no way of knowing. That. No, they would have like, no way. Do they just keep killing them to pull things up? Oh, no fees this. We got to try again. <laughs> Don't give me another one. Like nothing about this ending makes any or has anything to do with the movie. None. Nothing in this movie makes any. Make, like makes even bills to this. Nothing. Like you look back and oh, not, that would mean this. No, no. It's like they had two different movies. Like they shot this piece of crap movie, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? We have an ending from this movie. Yeah, why don't we just tack it onto this one and call it a day?" Sure. Like that's kind of what it felt like. It's like an ending from a completely different movie. They just stapled onto the back end of this one. It's. (sighs) Oh my! I can't. I want to rant and rave about this some more, but I know we can't. But God. Damn, so it, that's it. That's Lake Fear 2. The Swamp. The Swamp. Jesus Christ. So, all right, let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, favorite kills. Aaron, what do you got this week? I got to give him some credit for the low-budget ridiculousness of this movie. Their kills weren't that bad. Their kills were okay. You know, we've seen much worse That's kills. True. We've seen much better movies. I don't know. The kill. I okay. I'm, I'm not gonna. You, this we've is seen your time. better All movies right. with worse kills. Like the 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 kill with the sledgehammer was pretty good. The finale kill was pretty good. Even the the crossbow bolt through the back of the neck was incredibly bloody and kind of helped. I was like, well, that's a pretty good looking kill. So I mean, there were some decent kills and like the fist punch. It was like they had. For what they had, they did pretty good with with their kills. So I'm going to have to go with my favorite kill being the finale because it was so bonkers (laughs) and so weird. And the chick's all sweaty upside down on this cross, like all naked and shiny. Like they like oiled her up too. (laughs) I'm just like, am I turned on or disgusted? A little bit of both. This is really hard to watch, but I'm still watching because I don't know what's going to. Oh, shit. They just. Oh, I, it was, it was, it was something to behold. <laughs> it was something. Uh, my favorite. You're kill. right. It, it was something. <laughs> it was something. Uh, I kind of disagree. I think the kills are pretty lame for the most part. Like we, I've seen, not saying they weren't done poorly. They were just lame. Like Marcus gets drowned. What would he yeah. do? You know, somebody gets, Tanya gets stabbed. Whoopity-doo. Tyler gets stabbed in the back of the pitchfork. Whoopity-doo. There was nothing, you know, there wasn't anything really special about any of them. Were the effects decent when they had, Yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah. But the kills themselves were kind of... Um, for me, the scariest kill for me personally, even though it's the worst kill in the movie is there getting killed by a snake, which makes zero fucking sense. Because <laughs> I have a giant fear of snakes that borderlines on phobia. I didn't know this. Yeah, so I saw that. Dad's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no! That's like my worst nightmare. Uh, <laughs> that one was shitty. But that one was, was horrible. So, but it is. It was so bad. Yeah. Like the snake looked, but it's just like so bad. <laughs> Rubber snake! Rubber snake! <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and the fact that, like, really, you can't have Otis and just somebody kill him. Like, he, this asshole's going to get eaten by a snake or restricted by a snake. I do like that they were kind of laughing at him about it, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the other one, to me, like, the worst way to go, I think, would have to have been fucking Patrick, man. Just anally raped, vicious, viciously anally raped, and then just stabbed. Stabbed, and, yeah. And just, like, left there with cum dripping out of your ass and stabbed. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. So which one's your favorite kill? Uh I can't. After talking about it, the, the end, even no, I hate then makes no zero fucking sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense. But it, it was it was a spectacle. It was a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really seen anything like that. Honestly, no, uh, God, now you make me want to lean that way. But I, I originally coming out, I probably gonna go Patrick the anal rape and the yeah. stab because that's just brutal. Yeah, that's fucking awful way to go. Um, but the ending scene was, uh, yeah, it was a spectacle. I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right, we'll call it uh, whatever. I'll say Patrick. All right, with a very very close second as yeah. Tony at the end. All right, uh, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? This is gonna go real quick this week, guys. <laughs> um, ratings: IMDb gives it a six point seven out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes: nothing. It's not even on the site, so there's zero zero there. Mm. With Amazon giving it a three out of five. Plot keywords, zero. None. Trivia, none. None. But because, like I said, this is going really fucking quick this week, uh, I decided to bring back our horrible horror educational moment for the week. Sweet. Uh, so instead of trivia, we're going to get uh, Burmese Python facts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lay it on me. Because it played a part in the movie. Uh, and yeah, a, it's the whole premise for them going premise, to the swamp. Yeah. It's a and, stupid and it, Burmese python. Which, when you get when I read read this, I'm like, even the premise really doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's it's kind of dumb. So, all right, first of all, the Burmese python is one of the oh my god, it cut off half this. It's one of the largest species, like th- top three largest spe- snake species in the world. Um, in the wild, Burmese pythons grow to be about twelve feet two inches on average. Um, while specimens of more than 13 feet are uncommon, uh, the females are larger than the males. The record maximum length for a Burmese python is held by a female named Baby that lived at uh, was it, uh, Sa- Safari Savannah or something like that uh, in uh, Gurney, Illinois for 27 years. This snake lived for 27 years. That's a long time. Uh, shortly after the baby's death her actual length was determined to be 18 feet 10 inches long while widely published data of specimens that reportedly have been several feet longer are not verified so nothing nothing's verified they'd be any longer than that uh the python invasion has been particularly extensive notably across uh southern florida where a large number of pythons can now be found in the everglades so that part is true that's true okay yeah it has been suggested that the current number of Burmese pythons in the Florida Everglades has reached about 2,000 or more and have become... Um, uh, hold on a second. Uh, uh, for, well, my, for some reason, my, my notes, they, the font for messed up, so I, I got my gaps in my notes and it yeah, prints out. It's really weird. Um, so I'm kind of having to patch this together as I go. Um Oh, uh, it did party in uh, part of the reason why the uh, the population exp- explosion is responsible for uh, 
is the destruction of a python breeding facility and zoo where they say the escaped snakes spread and populate into the areas of the Everglades along with people keeping them as pets yeah. and then they grow too big so they carelessly yep. release them. Uh, more than 1,330 snakes have been captured in the Everglades. The importation of Burmese pythons was banned in the United States at, back in January of 2012 so that you can't import them anymore. Mm. Uh, exceptionally large pythons may require uh, larger food items such as pigs or goats and to have known and attacked and eaten deer and uh, uh, or gators and adult deer in Florida. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, concerning Derek's scene, this is where I had okay, issues yeah. with. Because this because it's a big part. It's an actual sure. death scene. Burmese pythons, except famous invaders of Florida Everglades, can take down animals as large as alligators and deer, which I just said. <clears throat> But these snakes possess little to no threat to humans, and it's rare that pythons will ever attack people without first being provoked, scientists and herpetologists have been on record saying. Researchers solicited reports of unprovoked snake attacks in the Everglades National Park over a period of 10 years. Of the five incidents in 10 years, uh, they compiled all involved field, uh, all the attacks involved field biologists conducting research in remote flooded areas of the park, Two of the attacks resulted in minor puncture wounds, while the other incidents caused zero harm. <laughs> Either minor puncture wounds or nothing. nothing. The strikes did not appear to be defensive. That They are more likely associated with ab- aborted feeding behavior. The study writer it says, a wildlife biologist, uh, and Bob Reed said the same. In other words, the snakes may have seen these biologists as potential meals and had tried to attack, acting on some visual or thermal cue because they, you know, the mm-hmm. heat sensory only to quickly realize that humans would be too big to eat because humans were far too large for most snakes to ingest uh, because of the strikes were aborted before making contact and because none resulted in constriction attempts. We tend to suggest that these were cases of mistaken identity. Uh, Reed goes on to say, and uh, they write in the support. It's more, what's more, if the pythons were attacking defensively, they would have struck in the front of the person, not the side or the rear. What, as was the case of these Five reported incidents. <laughs> so, additionally, uh, something relying on being pythons rely on being secretive and evading detection is their primary means of avoiding interactions with people, and typically don't strike until provoked. Um, between 1978 and 2009, large constri- constricting snakes killed 16 people in the United States. At least seven of these deaths were attributed to captive Burmese pythons, so people handling them <laughs> improperly or not feeding them. Probably being hammered drunk, too. Yeah. Uh, in the wild, the species seemed to pose little to zero threat to people worldwide. Um, they only found one report of free-ranging Burmese python fatality, the death of an infant in Hong Kong, which happened over a century ago. Okay. So, uh, there's... Again, Derek would not be killed by this fucking right. snake. It doesn't make any sense. It's pretty bad. Yeah, he wouldn't just snake wouldn't just come up and just attack him and and dispatch him so fast. Yeah, and even if he did, like again, he'd be like, "Oh, you're not my meal. Yeah, I'm out of here later. Later. Yeah, you're too big to eat." And- I got a little piece of. It's kind of funny because I wanted to say a little something too. Uh, this whatever his name is, dude, the guy who is watching the girl take the shower. Gets chloroformed from behind. You guys, guy, your favorite Patrick. kill, yeah, Patrick. Patrick. He gets chloroformed, right? Right. We've seen a few movies where people get chloroformed. Yeah. It's they get the the rag over the mouth, and they're out. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. 
if it works like in 10 seconds, like it always does in the movies, why don't people get more chloroformed all the fucking time? Well, you would think so. All the fucking time. I would imagine it had to be some to availability. Because you can buy it online. Ah. You can buy <laughs> buckets of it online. It's not hard to come by. Well, one of the reasons it doesn't work so well is because it takes someone about five minutes of deep inhaling for it to have <laughs> any sort of effect. You could just get someone a rear naked choke and make it quicker. Yeah, it would be quicker. It'd be a yeah. lot quicker. Five minutes. No, it have, it's always instantaneous. It really Five <laughs> minutes of breathing it in. Wow. God damn it. I was curious about that because I saw that and I'm just like, you know... The kid's a tall, big kid, and he just... (laughs) 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 It's not like one of the little girls. Son of a bitch. Like, I'm sitting here breaking it down. It's like, okay, how much does he have to inhale? And how does it affect his bloodstream? And if he keeps inhaling, would it kill him? I'm like, how does this work? And I'm like, I can't believe I've never thought of this before. (laughs) So I looked it up, and I'm like, five fucking minutes. I can get this online? Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can buy this online. Yeah, so he's like, yeah. Just buy chloroform. Let's go get sure. some chloroform. You're God probably going to end up on anybody's radar either. No. It's, like, it's, like, it's going to take him five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, by the time he yeah, even more effective like for the fucking belt to behind someone. <laughs> yeah. If you can sneak up behind someone and put it on their face, yeah, yeah, you, you can probably get him in a choke or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, you easily could. Ugh. All right. So um, that that's your educational mode. I know it was a little lengthy, but. Fuck it. There's just, yeah. Uh, that was probably more interesting than the movie itself. <laughs> All right, let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. There were five-star reviews for this. Assholes. Um, I wrote down, I wrote one five-star and two four-stars. Uh, for movie, movie enthusiast, he writes... Great throwback to old school slasher films. Love to see some hot chicks getting naked and killed in the Florida Everglades. Plus the MILF hunters in it. <laughs> Side note, I heard there was no script for this film and it was completely organic. Pretty cool. Well, Five stars. If that's true, he's right. He might be right. So you're not the only yeah. one who said something about that. I love the fact he gave it five stars because the MILF hunters in it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Four star reviews from Orson99. Enjoyed it. It was ballsy and dark. Pretty well made and very well casted, given the budget constraints. A couple of the dudes are clowns and very bad actors, but I found the female casting to be well done. (laughs) Decent acting all the way around. Good photography. Cool atmosphere from the location they were on. I personally enjoyed the nudity. (laughs) (laughs) I personally enjoyed it. I'm a connoisseur of nudity. It was fairly extreme, but still executed well, in my opinion. I hope these people make more movies like it. Four stars. Not f- not quite five. And then lastly, I can hear certain voices post-Weinstein that would criticize this film for the heavy nudity. Save it. Not interested. These people <laughs> most likely... Hashtag me only. <laughs> these people most likely enjoyed the process of making this film. I would hope... And add to this the simple fact that there is still and always will be a market for provocative cinema, and really, it's okay. Four stars. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> I personally f- enjoyed the nudity. <laughs> what? 
And you're saying now that Harvey Weinstein, like you can't have nudity in any movie now because yeah, of Harvey this Weinstein. This was made in 2015. This was before Weinstein. Yeah, this is way before. <laughs> anyway, I, I, just, I messed that up. I don't know why I'm even talking because you can't see where I messed up. It's on my papers. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so all right, that's it. It's gonna be just a little shorter episode this week because this movie is f- dumb. Well, let me dumb to dumb dumb dumb. Let me tell you all about it. Yeah, Aaron, why don't you wrap, start wrapping this up? Well, the reason it's short is because there's no direction. There's no story. It's so loose. It's just scene, 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 scene. There's no. There's 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 hardly any story to it whatsoever. Um, had again, we've we've said this kind of thing before. It had all the ingredients. Well, instead of saying and putting it to a food type of you know the ingredients, if you will, I'm gonna say it had the body. You know, it had the body of a horror movie, but they cut the fucking head off, and someone just squirted around, wiggling and jiggling, <laughs> and blood just squirting out because it's just a random, moving, ridiculous, herky jerky, bloody, gutty mess. <laughs> It doesn't. It's just. It's. It, it's try, and it's this weird headless body dying with tits flopping, trying to tell a story, and it's just not working. It's just a fucking mess. The whole movie's a mess. Yeah. It's just awful. It's just awful. This basically can kind of just say this is why you write. This is why you write because it could have been halfway decent. Because you know the the. The layout of the swamp place was kind of interesting. If you had good writing, you could help you could help make this a better movie. If you had more direction for the actors, they I wouldn't maybe who knows, maybe some of them are kind of good, but no, they're complete dog shit cuz they had nothing to work with. I can't really blame the actors too much. It's it's just a complete waste of time. So you're saying so bad it's good. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> so bad it's scary. Don't waste your time. Don't watch it. It you know what? Fast forward to the very last three minutes and watch that part and be like, what the fuck? Well, Because yeah. <laughs> at least that's kind of like oh, I don't know how I feel about this. That's weird. And and then that's it. That's all you need to watch. That's all you need to watch. Um, Unless you want to see girls just going titties but then just go watch girls gone wild yeah because you see a whole bunch of florida trash girls doing the same thing yeah you do um god yeah first of all you got to the point about a right like they there's no right in fact this this had four people credited as writers what the fuck did they write i girl a screams girl b screams that what they wrote i mean there's yeah the writing is Non-existent. Yeah, it's sad. Like four people were credited for writing this garbage. Um, there's, I will say the production value was pretty good. There were some thoughts where it was really dark. <laughs> I think I should have commented on the at the time, but there's the scenes where they're where uh, when they get off the airboat and they're going to the lodge where it's complete nighttime. They're walking up, but you could tell like they didn't. Having lights, so you, they just have like it's like the Cell light from the lights. it's like the light from the camera is yeah. just shining around. You can see like this like flashlight. It, it, it's so inorganic. It, yeah, it's so it's bad. It's so bad. Um, but yeah, it's it's awful. It's it had potential maybe, but it's this movie gave me a headache. It 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 made me mad. It 
the ending like just what like it's completely different yeah it's gar it's like i i'd rather watch whatever movie that was supposed to end originally right. like what the hell what was that that yeah. looks interesting I don't know. Where I, was that? I've lost. I've lost my motivation. I can't even think. I have such a headache now from talking about this movie that I just. I just want to go curl up in bed for like a week and just cry almost. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> don't let it, man. I, don't let the movie don't beat give, me. Don't. Yeah. Don't. The don't movie's not going to beat me. Pleasure. It's not going to beat me. <laughs> no, this movie sucks. Uh, I. I don't watch it. It. Yeah. There's plenty of tits, but you can see tits anywhere nowadays. Uh, the acting's bad, the writing's bad, the story's bad, uh, the kills are okay, maybe, but even then, they're not that great to save the movie. No. So it's not like, oh, at least watch for the kills. No. Uh, the ending is a bunch of nonsensical bullshit that makes you even angrier yeah, that you watched the movie in the first place. It, uh, it, yeah. It, I don't know. It, it sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. Just it, skip it. Yeah, it. Just totally just, skip it. Just skip it. It just felt like they just... What 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 do people like? We're in the South, okay? Hillbillies killing people, and what what do hillbillies do? They rape, and they're in the swamp, and now they're they're know. doing this. Like and, it's free, yeah. I said it's free, but don't even even if it's free, don't waste your time. Like find yeah. something else to do. Go, go watch paint dry or something. It'd be more effective use of your time. Uh, so that's it. That we're we're done. I'm wrapping this Ooh. episode up. Uh, you know what? I you know what I would recommend go watch on Netflix. The end of the fucking world. I watched that. It was delightful. Or go watch Pool Party I, Massacre. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I'll continue to plug that one for a bit. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, remember, like Aaron said, if you want to support us, you know, definitely give us five stars and 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 rate us, review us on iTunes. That help out much. But uh, we'll be back in the future. In, in about, we'll be back soon with another movie, another horror movie that is. Uh, so in the meantime, guys, remember to watch more horror movies Bada-boom. and remember to keep it tight.